welcome to the Indian Silicon Valley podcast. I'm your host Jivraj Singh Sachar and today we decode market research with the phenomenal Richa Singh, CEO and co-founder Your Dost. Your Dost is currently India's largest emotional wellness platform. Combining technology and wellness, Your Dost allows you to anonymously seek support of all kinds from 900 plus experts on the platform having been operational for almost 6 years now yordost has counseled over 20 lakh individuals and 100 plus corporate houses magnifying impact in the truest sense of it richa is the one who championed this cause after an early heartbreaking incident instead of staying put about the problem she decided to be the solution not coming from the industry she knew very little but comprehensive market research ensured that they achieved product market fit and created a sustainable organization richa is an extremely humble and kind individual who associates deeply with what she is doing and has a very strong sense of why over the years She has won multiple awards, including the Forbes Asia and India 30 Under 30, the Inc Fellowship, and has been recognized by multiple media houses in the country. But what stands out about her is the passion with which she continues to work towards achieving her mission. Let's tune in and decode market research with Richa of Your Dose. This episode was brought to you in association with Ascend, the entrepreneurship cell of Sri Venkateshwara College. Without further ado, I would like to invite Ms. Richa Singh to join me for this episode. Thank you so much, Richa, for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you, Jivraj, for having me. Great to hear that, Richa. as we begin our journey towards understanding what market research entails before we dive into it i would like to understand how you presume the indian startup ecosystem is shaping and what lies ahead in your opinion for the budding entrepreneurs out there oh these are exciting times for indian startups um, i think definitely so much better than what it was 10 years back when i got into indian startup i was working for a company where i was the first employee right now uh, running a company is much easier there is more acceptance from the society as well about entrepreneurs um also i believe the market is maturing where there is there is a lot of focus in really building a business and not just the after things which which look good in excel but not might not be the real things real customer real business is the focus now and not just only looking at raising funds raising funds and building business out of it right so that is good uh, that is good i think we are all maturing that way great to see we have got some great exits we already have some great entrepreneurs serial entrepreneurs that called where we can learn from so much they have to share so i think these are great times for indian startup ecosystem absolutely the market is evolving and there's a lot of scope the opportunity is great and i hope we can all take cues from people like yourself who are doing great stuff in the ecosystem 
moving on, can you give us a bit of context in terms of how your journey shaped and what motivated you to become an entrepreneur and eventually start up your dose? Right. So um, I'm probably not one of those who became an entrepreneur because that's all what I wanted to do. Uh, I think it was more because what I wanted to solve was something I really care about. Um, so I grew up in Bhopal, right? And I think at that time, um, the goal was very simple, get into IIT and um, get a job and your life is set. Actually, I started like that as well. Um, somehow I was, um, fortunately, I was good at study, uh, managed to get into IIT in my first attempt. But when I uh, actually managed to get a job also in the almost day, day zero of the placement and uh, one of the best jobs that could be there on the campus, life was really set. Right? But I think uh, I truly believe there are a lot of incidences that happen in our life that shape who we are. Um, when I was in college or rather in fact much before that, while I was preparing for JE, I was uh, in Kota for a little while. And uh, a very good friend of mine there who was 96, 97% in his 10th standard, very sharp guy. Um, in Kota, there, there is so much pressure on people. They study for like 16, 18 hours straight. And there's extreme amount of peer pressure ki IIT mein nikhe, to kya kya type. And this was right after our 10th standard, right? It was the holiday after 10th standard. We were there and we were, so many of us were staying, like 15, 16 of us were staying together. And this friend of mine used to stay near, near to my uh, PG and he was very bright, right? I had known him from the school time. Um, suddenly he was under a lot of depression. I think the pressure that uh, everyone around had put him that you are too, you don't get into IIT. If you've not studied till 12th in your 8th standard, I don't know. I don't even get those. Um, but yeah, those were the cases. It's been what, uh, probably 10, 15 years since that time, but he's still not been able to complete his uh, BCom. Right? I think that is the first uh, sort of a trigger for me. Then while I was in college, um, a friend of mine, somebody who would stay just two rooms beside my room at IIT Guwahati, uh, she came with a suicide. Had for what? Right? Just because her grades were not good, she thought she might not get a good placement. Much before any company had come to campus. And we had um, counselors, we had psychologists, we even had psychiatrists on campus, but not many people would go to them, right? Including us, that was a recession time, Lemon Brothers, etc., were collapsing, but we never went out and sought support, right? I think somewhere we felt that maybe seeking support as um, not for people like us, right? There is a little bit of stigma in our society about seeking psychological help. I think uh, that is what got me intrigued into the subject. I started asking myself, what is that I could have done differently to save her, right? And I think uh, somebody that you see going down to the mess almost every day on the table and just not there anymore, right? And you're not able to, at that age of 8, 17, 18, you're not able to make sense out of it. Um, I think that, really left a mark on me. Um, while I was working, I, I was working at Deesha, I was working at a startup in Bangalore where I was the first employee. I worked in Bangalore, I worked in Hyderabad, I worked in US, I worked in Germany. I could see always people around me going through tough times, including myself. It was their personal life, professional life, uh, 
parenting relationships um, getting married not able to manage their work in um, life together and that was putting a lot of pressure on people i think that's what got me intrigued to the subject and i said if we could uh, combine technology which is probably at the fingertips of everyone these days with psychology we might be able to help and address a lot of people before things got severe and that's how our journey started right ma'am that is very very inspiring to hear because you saw a couple of problems and instead of staying quiet you thought of addressing them and becoming the solution instead of cribbing about it which is a very very inspiring journey thank you right. for yeah. that so like i just like to add you know whatever i kept doing i was working for many years after that right that incident um i think this idea kept looking at me saying you know it's still not being solved right and that's why i say i'm not an entrepreneur i just became an entrepreneur for this because it's an exciting opportunity it's an exciting market i think that was a problem that i deeply cared about right and i felt like nobody else was solving it and like you said uh, rather than saying he solve it cribbing about it i said let me do something about addressing it exactly and i guess large part of the entrepreneurial journey is feeling the problem yourself because if you're trying yeah. to solve an external problem you don't relate to it that much and every time the going gets stuff you can't really go back to why you started and we can understand how your journey has become so successful because this is something you deeply cared about and it's great how far it's come since inception that it's been 5 6 years now and the journey is at a trajectory which keeps going upward great to hear that uh can you give us also a bit of context as to the mission of your boost while i understand it to the extent of it being emotional wellness and normalizing the stigma around a mental health can you give us viewers a bit of context as to what your boost exactly does and what is the mission at the core of it Yeah, the vision of your dose is very simple, actually. Now uh, it is to create a healthier and a happier society, right? Uh, I think I keep telling this to everyone who who is part of your dose is uh, how we all go to gym or we run, not because um, we have malaria, diarrhea, right? We go to gym or we run because we want to be physically fit. We want to be better, right? Similarly, can we start taking care of our emotional well-being? can I, can we bring emotional well being as far as physical well being such that um we are a better version of ourselves right we are more productive we have better relationship we have we have we manage our time better etc i think that's what we are all about how could we create happier and healthier society great uh, so it's very simple in terms of making sure that the solution of normalizing stigma and making sure that emotional wellness is at par with physical wellness or with anything else in our lives is what the mission is which is a beautiful to understand how simply you defined it the saying goes that if you can't define your mission in one sentence then you're not exactly doing the right thing so great to hear that moving on to something that we want to understand in greater depths when we look at the term market research especially before starting up young entrepreneurs usually do not understand in depths as to what market research entails in your story by contrast there was a lot of market research that you had done especially since you did not come from the field so it'll be great to hear from you in very layman terms as to what market research essentially means to begin with let me talk about you know what market research meant for me how i went about doing it 
not so much what it means in books but this is how i approached it right um, this incident happened way back when i was in college and i started out the organization only maybe um, what's like seven years later six years later okay um, you know when i don't come from the field of psychology i had no idea what a counselor is what a psychologist is but i connected with you know i i just connected with that feeling that i felt the pressure myself right uh, my first thing was to actually i i always felt if i could talk talk it out to someone that would be very useful right uh, even though i heard that there exists someone but i think because of the whole thing that society has created around it i wasn't sure i was like maybe mai pagal thodi hu to mujhe uske paas jana chahiye right um i think after that incident i started asking a lot of people around me have they felt the pressure right because like i said i've always felt the pressure but i was never able to go out and seek support thinking what will others think of me uh so i asked a lot of people around me um, ki have you felt the pressure have you felt the need to go out to talk to someone and to my surprise 90% of the people said that they have felt something similar right and but they wanted to go out but they never had the courage to go out and such support i think um, then i started thinking maybe you know i'm a loser i'm only friends with that kind of people who think like me who are too sensitive too emotional um and so to say the world will call them losers so to say aise log hain no maybe i'm not friends with right people that's why i i started thinking myself i'm talking about way back right almost 12 years back um so what i did was uh, i created like a this a lot of people say you know you make friends about for people who are like you so i was like huh maybe it's all, only that so then i started doing a lot of research where i created a form and i circulated it to thousands of people that i didn't know right i put it out on facebook groups and linkedin and wherever i could right ki yaar ye apni family mein bharwa do ye isse bharwa do usse bharwa do but here also thousand plus people responded to it um the results were similar 90% of the people said they felt the pressure they wanted to go out and seek support but never had the courage to seek go out and seek support i think that sort of uh, gave me that there is more to it right it's not just my hypothesis it's not just bunch of my friends i think there is a real need for something like this right then i started looking at some of the data right i started doing a lot of secondary research from articles and research journals etc right and there's a lot of research which says uh, who says one out of every four individuals goes through some sort of mental unrest um, because of mental health issues trillions of dollars are lost because people are not productive they are not able to focus on their work their leaves taken uh, india ranks highest in terms of depression second in terms of anxiety um, there is uh, a 38% of students at indian university go through some sort of mental unrest there is um, 42.5% corporate india goes through uh, moderate depression i think that is that is actually a lot of people if you look at it that's means i think that sort of gave me that hypothesis that you know what it is a big market it is a latent need right people right now uh, so a lot of times people ask me what is your biggest competition i mean it's not some other company or it's not some other counseling center who is uh, seeing uh, people on uh, seeing people in person right it is actually those people who are sleeping over their problems because that's the majority right 
um, I think whoever is coming and trying to do something in mental health space, that's great. They are expanding the market, right? So that there is more awareness. It's only not just your those talking about mental well-being, but there are five other organizations and initiatives, etc. So I think uh, that for me was uh, one big uh, sort of realization that you know what uh, I, it is a big market out there, and we could create something uh, big out of it. um also i think i started asking so like i said i don't come from the field of psychology so one thing was uh, so there are always various stakeholders that you need to know right one stakeholder of course is people who have to seek support and that that hypothesis that data talking about so many people seeking support my research helped me ki chalo yeah demand to aayegi matlab there are people who are feeling things like this right what about the other side right what are who are these people who are counselors who are psychologists what do they do why do people don't even go to them right um i started writing to a lot of people on linkedin on facebook whoever i could right whoever says i'm a counselor or a psychologist i have written to them and whoever responds i have spoken to them right so i think over a period of 5 6 years i read to hundreds of people uh, i spoke to almost hundreds of people myself uh, and uh, in councillors in bangalore and hyderabad and delhi bhopal guwahati whoever responded right either if they were there i met them if they were not there i've spoken to them um i think as a way for me for us to document what they were saying right um we were we created a blog blogspot at that time existed uh, google's blogspot right just wo story sun ke aate the as a way to document i would put it on a blogspot And I and Puneet both were doing that. Puneet was my other co-founder, and uh, I think, uh, and we just published it, right? We said, "Okay, it's not like I'm very famous, and a lot of uh, people are there." I was just putting it on the blog spot, and a lot of people started relating to those stories. I think whoever got access to it actually said, "You know, I feel like I'm Radha from this story, I'm uh, Rahul from this story, and..." we just wrote you know what somebody was feeling like this they went to the expert expert and they did something they did a session and it became over five session it became better and they are doing much better now so even if you look at the others blogs uh they actually go back way back to 2010 right um they were not even called your those blogs at that time but yes if you look look at them they are very old right so i think that uh, that further gave us confidence that people relate to it um unfortunately fortunately because we don't come from the field we didn't use big terms uh, like therapy cognitive behavior therapy hypnotherapy or even none of those terms were used right because we didn't know those uh, but i think those the, the because it was so easy people related to it uh, i think so for us at least there were multiple uh, stakeholders one is the user i think that uh, so from all the research we did there were two three things that came out one is the stigma people don't go out and seek support uh, people said you know i fell down late in the night early in the morning first of all i don't know where to find a counselor who is a counselor even if i find out i going to them is a big challenge even if i think about going to them when i meet them they are not there they'll tell me come three days later take an appointment and come i don't feel the same that time so i think uh, those were the three things and even when we spoke to the counselors these were the things that we understood from them as well 
so that's when we said if we could combine technology which is at the fingertips of everyone these days with psychology we could help and support a lot of people before things got severe and with that we started out yodos which is a emotional wellness technology platform where people could be completely anonymous so you could call yourself superman batman supergirl whatever you like and you could seek support and guidance from professionals we have 900 plus trained professionals who are psychologists counselors career coaches life coaches and people can have one on one session with them could be video telephonic chat even face to face as possible right and then we do a lot of uh, awareness program to again to make people aware that it's you know we are humans humans are vulnerable and it's uh, okay to you know we go through ups and downs in our life and it's okay to seek support right seek support is not a sign of weakness we seek support because we are strong i think that's that's the journey of market research for me now going back to your question how i think uh, or rather what for me is market research um it's just for me market research is about knowing what you're getting into right it's not just about exp- just you experience in your building you're not building something just for yourself right how how many people are there if you were to build something how many people are going to use it right can there be some early indicators before you build everything you spend years doing that and then you Can you do something? There is a lot of uh, journals. There's a lot of uh, data coming from that uh, companies like McKinsey and BCG has put out a lot of research, which which is helpful. Uh, I think talking to people also. What is the target? Is it colleges? Is it corporates? Is it uh, is it young people, old people? Is it mothers? Is it whatever female, males, whatever you're targeting, right? Whatever your product is for, can you actually go and talk to some of them? and no ideas like 100% yours there might be thousands of other people who might have thought about it right it's about who executes and how one executes that matters the most so can you actually talk about your idea to your target audience get their feedback right uh, rather than say hum ye bana rahe hain can you understand what is the problem that you are solving right how many people are facing this if i say i'm making something just for women who are uh, living in metros who own a red dress uh, in that red dress also there is a right cut probably i'm putting my market low but you could still create a good business out of it right but how big your business would be you need to decide okay uh, personally at least uh, for people who also so i personally believe uh, doing good and doing business can happen together for something like your those i think uh, what also keeps us going is what we are doing is really impacting lives because we did a market research because we realize it's a big market out there right it's not about how much can will people pay for it i think that's a secondary question the first question is will people see value out of it right who will pay how much they will pay that's all secondary we'll, we'll come there but at least the thing that we are solving it's a latent need in india people are not used to going out and talking about their emotional well being going out for counseling but the fact that we did that market research we we knew that it's a big market out there we were able to say that you know what we will make a private limited organization doing good doing business can happen together and we that is the path we want to take right so i think uh, knowing your stakeholders going and talking to them uh, looking at definitely looking at some of the data that is out there but actually going and ground and talking to them building a mvp or a minimum viable product that 
that will give you a lot of idea right how uh, in fact when we were building your those we actually a lot of these experts that we used to talk to counselors we just said can you volunteer your time every day for 2 hour 1 hour and be there and we just took some open source opened it out and tell, told people hey if anybody wants to use it please come from 9 pm to 11 or some some time slot we had kept right and people were using it right that was our proof of concept so i think market research for me also includes that little bit of proof of concept talking to your stakeholders various stakeholders right if it is something on the supply side on the demand side uh, trying to actually going and talking to them not just only looking at the research data absolutely i think that paints a very very clear picture of what market research entails you've spoken about your process you've spoken about how it helped the proof of concept and actually talking not relying on secondary research to understand what the scale of impact can be of a potential product built around the problem statement thank you so much for that rita moving on uh, one thing that is very uh, different about market research and is interpreted differently is the fact that people think of market research is that only has to happen before launching can you throw some light as to whether market research as a whole needs to happen post launch as well because the market keeps evolving consumer segments keep evolving so how does a company deal with that especially in the initial stages and at the later stages so let me give you an analogy right i remember when we used to go to school yeah or office whatever you will go from one place to another you know aise hi jana hai but that doesn't mean when you are on your cycle or when you are on your bike or whatever you are using it's not like you don't look on the road right nahi dekhoge to bhir jaoge gir jaoge correct it's very similar to that you started with a hypothesis but it's very important while you are on the driver seat you have your eyes on the road as to what is happening right uh, what your is your hypothesis valid if it is not valid what is the tweak i need to do right मुझे ये रास्ता लेना है या ये रास्ता लेना है ये रास्ते में बहुत भीड़ है थोड़ा रुकना है क्या एंड देन आई वांट टू और शुड आई स्टार्ट लाइक आई नो बैंगलोर माय ऑफिस पर आई यूज्ड टू वर्क वाज क्वाइट फार आई यूज्ड टू लीव एट 7:30 बिकॉज़ इफ आई रीच लेफ्ट होम एट 7:30 आई यूज्ड टू रीच एट 8 द मोमेंट आई यूज्ड टू लीव एट 8 आई वुड रीच ओनली एट 9:30 10 बिकॉज़ देयर वाज सो मच ट्रैफिक राइट so what is my right timing what is happening on the road what is happening in the environment um, what is the sentiment of people right like i say uh, we are in the space of emotional wellbeing um, in time like crisis in times like covid somehow we got lucky there was cricketers and bollywood talking about mental wellbeing right and covid actually gave it a little bit more push it matured the curve faster right so also knowing what's happening in the environment right can i Tie something to it, so I think market research almost happens all every day. It is being on top of what, looking at your data. I think earlier you're collecting secondary research, you're talking to people, listening to it. When you are in the business, you actually have real data and to make sense out of it. I think that's just gold. Great to hear that, Richa. Uh, moving on to something that is very synonymous to again mental health. You've seen the space evolve in a great way, and it, while it keeps evolving, can you walk us through a couple of stories as to how the consumer was taking the product initially while you were researching, then when you launched, and how the trajectory keeps moving upwards? Opinion. Right. Um, interesting question. So. 
like I said, when we started, there was a lot of these things. Very, but a अच्छा चीज़ है ये, है ना? So it should be an NGO. I think not just consumers. I think everybody said, अच्छी चीज़ तो free में मिलनी चाहिए. So I think that was the first thing. Second, we didn't know it. Even if we give it for free, are people going to take counselling, right? Because in India, we have hardly anybody has taken counselling. If I go in a crowd of thousand people and ask them how many of you have taken counselling, I hardly see less than ten hands actually going up, right? Um, so I think the first thing for us, while we started almost for two two and a half years or more than that rather, uh, we were just um, that was the question for us: how many people will take counselling, right? And we did. Uh, we did have good numbers. We had over ten lakh people who actually came out and sought support. That actually gave us confidence. If it is given in a right way, if it is done in a certain way, people are open to counselling. Right. Second question for us as an organisation was how do we make it sustainable? Right. Because if we um, we have to exist, we can't just keep raising money and uh, putting it in marketing. Right. Because this is not how it will mature. It's not like I say fifty percent discount on counselling people will come. It's more about first of all you need to know that this is important and this is impactful. Then it comes about how much do I have to pay for it, right? So, so this is uh, as an organization was our journey, and I think then our focus changed, and we said we also need to make business sustainable because we can't just keep raising money. And we we made certain changes to the business. I think um, last year we also turned profitable as a business, and we are able to uh, actually make it a sustainable business, right? As in terms of consumers, the very similar thing. I think. Uh, The people have experienced it. They are a lot more open. They understand what is counselling for, right? Uh, things like Bollywood coming out and talking about mental health, and a lot of people in India and abroad, abroad have spoken about. I think that also matured the curve faster. Mental health policy coming in helped. Um, cricketers talking about it. Man ki baat mein, um, RPM taking this as a uh, important thing helped. Uh, MHRD and uh, AICT again talking with the num the number of suicides on a rise in India. Um, they saying hey, it's important that we take care of emotional well-being. Definitely helps. Um, I think a lot of uh, colleges, corporates giving importance to emotional well-being. I think that helped as well. And I think um, the final push is definitely the um, the maturing of the curve because of the crisis. And emotional well-being that as a as a world we are going through, right? I think uh, the entire world or is paying the hidden cost of psychological cost of COVID nineteen. So I think with each of these things happening, we are seeing the curve maturing. However, having said that, we are still far away. Um, I think I want to be at a place where if I go into a audience of thousand people and ask them how many of you have been to counselling. I would want all thousand hands to go up. I think uh, I'm still at a place where ten or fifteen who get, but that's about it. Right, goes to show that you know there's so much evolving that keeps happening in the market, and yeah. you keep going back to the drawing board to understand where you stand, how you can improve it further, and take advantage. of the nudges that the market is providing you to and as you've mentioned covid-19 has had a great impact in terms of actually improving emotional well-being and since you've already been in the industry for so long it further nudges the application of the particular startup in this case to a further great extent 
absolutely wonderful to hear that, Richa. Moving on to the final segments of the episode, one interesting question that stems is, and a lot of people talk about it, going to market is something that is a very instant process and people talk about launching products fast. However, in your case, your journey has included a large amount of research and a large amount of patience. So can you tell us that as an experienced part of the ecosystem, what your opinion and advice to in general is for all our entrepreneurs who have an idea which is evolving and how much time should they ideally spend on market research before they launch? While it may vary from product and service, I understand that. Can you give us a general outlook of your opinion on this? So I strongly believe in moving fast. Um, I think once you're sure this is something that you want to do, you see there is a demand. Um, it's important that you put out an MVP and actually test your hypothesis. Right? Uh, I'm not a big supporter that you spend years and months together to build something. I think there's a lot of stuff. For most of the cases, I think there are still companies which require a lot of infrastructure, a lot of time, but for other most internet new age companies, I think there are enough things that you could just put together a prototype. You could use tools like um, WhatsApp and Google Meet, etc. to just test your hypothesis. You don't have to launch Pan India, Pan Bangalore. Maybe you do it in your apartment, you do it in three other apartments, you do it in one area. That's okay, right? Um, you launch it for a college or a company, whatever it is, right? So I think I'm very strong believer of that because the kind of feedback, any amount of research that you do, but the kind of feedback that comes from a user who has to actually open their uh, wallet and pay for it, or who actually have to give their time to sign up and use something, that is invaluable. That's not comparable to what we get in the secondary research that comes in, right? Or what we even get from talking to people uh, because our behaviors, when we are really asked to do something, that's when we prioritize, right? So it's important for us to see, does it even come in the list of prioritization, et cetera. So very strongly, I believe, in fact, I, I remember that story. Um, I was, it was around 14th or 14th December or something that I was, uh, there was an event that was happening uh, in Bangalore. So I quit my job in November, uh, end of November. We had put together a very rough basic prototype uh, in whatever few days. And uh, I was at an event, right? And uh, I was telling someone, this is what I'm trying to do. And uh, they said, okay, so when are you putting out? I'm like, no, no, it's not in the shape. It doesn't look good. We are just putting it out. I think it'll take us a few months or year to do it. And he said, what, what will happen if you put what you have today? And I was like, what if people don't like it, right? I'm, uh, they're like, that's a great feedback that you will get, right? Uh, it's not like you will put something out and all a, a million, a billion people or even a million people will come to know about it. That's not going to happen. You're not Bill Gates or someone that you put something out and that gets such a big PR. Um, I said, yeah, that makes sense. So he's like, what you have currently, is it in a state that you could put it out? I'm like, it looks very bad. And he's like, does it matter? Will it work? Um, I'm like, yeah. And the very next day we actually, I came back from there. I put it out and uh, the kind of feedback that we got after that was invalid, right? So I think uh, it's, I've always heard a lot of from designers to engineers to, I think everyone, right? Abhi perfect nahi hai, achha nahi dikh rahe, app bhi banayenge, web pe bhi banayenge, uske baad, kyu karna hai? Matlab, can you use some of these tools and do it? Can you not have anything and do it? Can you just perform and say how many people are signing up and even paying your 50 rupees for it, right? Um, so I think for me, that is, I, I personally think, I think that 
importance of an MVP moving fast, getting feedback from real consumers, not like advice देने तो सबको अच्छा लगता है हर किसी के पास कुछ ना कुछ opinion होगा रहे but um, opening your wallet paying for it giving your time to really use it i think if that does happen that's when you have a real success absolutely going and really testing the market and you know, making sure that once you are ready with your problem with your solution going fast and going into market instead of waiting for perfection moving on to one of the concluding questions uh, richa you've seen a lot in the ecosystem and you're working in a space that that has so much impact and does such good work while at the same time have created a company that has gone from 3 employees to 900 professionals now and millions of consumers can you tell us something in terms of what have been your greatest learnings from this journey and how has this impacted your life um i think my greatest learning is that we are on a marathon it's not a sprint it's only to end like quickly uh and this is i think what keeps us running is what we do is something we care about i think that's something that i would like to tell to all fellow entrepreneurs i think something that you care about right maybe you care about the market maybe you care about the returns it's giving you maybe you care about the impact it's creating on a society whatever it is but you should have that motive right not because somebody said so somebody thought this is a good place to be in why for you is very important and having that grit right grit that grit and perseverance uh, that's what will sum up to a big thing at some point in time i think uh, i think it's messy right who said that i uh, i practiced for 17 years in 360 days or something to be a superstar or uh, be an overnight success i think it's very similar to that right that persistence needs to be there um, it is a marathon it's a way of life now right it's not like you will work very hard get exhausted work 24 hours for a year and then you're like up to nahi ho sakta that's not how it will work you will have to, you will have to work hard no to way about it right um but you you need to take care of your well being also that's how you will meet straight and think about things right so having that grit having that perseverance working on those things every day um not thinking it's a short term thing it is a long term thing you're here at least for 5 10 years and to be able to make any impact that you want i think that's very important so i think that's again that's why i go back to say then what do you choose because you're giving some of the golden years of your life you what do you choose to do is something that you should really care about that's when you'll be able to actually uh take it along and enjoy that marathon that you're getting into some great great insights there go slow but go far and make sure you're in it for the long run the marathon that there is because as you mentioned beautifully if you are giving some of the most important years of your life to a venture and if you don't care about it deeply you wouldn't be able to do justice with it because it wouldn't come naturally as we now conclude it'll be wonderful to hear that as an entrepreneur there are so many ups and downs in life and there is a leader position there are employees who look up to you there is an organization to manage to scale upwards users to talk to and so many stakeholders to manage and you are in the profession of making sure emotional well being is at the par with anything else in our lives so can you finish up with a couple of insights from your end as to how a founder can go through this journey and still maintain his head and keep moving upwards yes um, thank you for that question jagat um, i think yeah uh, a founder's life is full of ups and downs um, 
I think we all take, it's a path that we take, which is less travel, which we don't know. It's an unknown. Most of us would have quit some good jobs that we were doing. Probably initially it doesn't even pay. So there are times when we start doubting ourselves, what we are doing is right. And uh, like you said, I think uh, it is also a very lonely journey. It's not something that you could share with your other stakeholders, be it your employees, be it your other, other team members, be it your investors, because you have to be that holding that brave face and be like, everything is under control, right? So I think self-care is very important, guys. Um, taking care of your emotional well-being. Uh, we are humans, we are vulnerable, we are no superpowers. There are going to be ups and downs in our life. I've gone through it. I'm sure if you ask to any entrepreneur, everyone has gone through it, right? Uh, but it's okay to seek support at times. It gives importance to self-care. Have some time for self-care. Be it, so I, I keep telling this, right? If you, if you put uh, something on a pressure cooker, imagine yourself as a pressure cooker and you're on that flame. Um, an external environment... I know a lot of people, right? What Corona did to a lot of their businesses is not something that they could have anticipated for. Right? Um, external environment is not something we could control. Right? Uh, if you take in a lot of pressure that is built up, what can happen is that pressure cooker could burst. Right? Um, one way to sort of uh, manage that pressure is through that whistle. And I think talking to friends, family, sometimes, and as a founders, it's not everybody understands what we are doing or why are we even doing it? I, I keep hearing this. What is it? Why can't you leave like a happy life? I'm like, this is a very happy life for me. But no, you're always working. You're taking so much tension. Why do you have to do it? I mean, I enjoy that and that's why I'm doing it. But people don't get it, right? So uh, I think that releasing of pressure is important. You need to have some of your friends or family members or even having a therapist, right? Something you could talk to. You could like... Take it out on, right? Take it out, not in a yelling way, but as a discussing way. Whatever, I'm getting married, I'm having, a, I'm buying a house, you're not doing that, or you could have done this, that, right? So I think having that is very important. Having a support system that you could talk to. Could be friends, family member, sometimes also a therapist, right? Because uh, friends or family members come from a place where they care about you. Sometimes they could get judgmental, etc. Other way to sort of increase your capacity to handle more pressure is by uh, doing some of these activities, like by yoga, meditation, gratitude. There's a lot of research which says when, when we appreciate uh, someone or when we are thankful to people, um, we re release endorphins in our body, which are our happy hormones and which sort of helps us in stress management. So I think having some of, or rather giving importance, when I think uh, we, we do this program, which is specially for founders, we call it Founders Program. Uh, where we work with them on achieving some of these goals, right? On uh, working on their negative thoughts, working on how can they have better relationships with their family members, co-founders, whatever it is that is worrying them, right? We assign a coach and we work with them. I think one of the things I've always seen whenever there is an issue or they are in a stressful situation, I think the self-care is the first thing that goes out of the window, right? It shouldn't be the case. I think that is something that you should hold on because that will give you your persistence back that is what will, um, in these tough times, help you navigate, right? Because when you're, you can think straight, that's when you could find solutions. Yeah, that is, that is important. Absolutely great to hear. The roller coaster ride can be tackled with a sense of awareness that, you know, you matter 
and not getting too caught up in the event of things that you are building because you might build a great product but if you are not building yourself along with it it's probably not worth it it's been such a pleasure hearing from you recha your dost is a phenomenal startup that is doing such great work especially with the name itself and from the entire infrastructure that it builds and it's been such an honor hosting you for this episode today thank you for all the insights your time and for all the wonderful things you've told our audience i'm sure it's going to be very very helpful to young entrepreneurs like myself and the audience listening thank you again richa for joining me today thank you so much thank you that was it from episode 8 of the indian silicon valley podcast where we decoded market research let's reflect back quickly on the insights presented by richa one when starting up solve a problem deeply associate with it ideally a problem you have personally faced remember throughout your journey you will but keep coming back to the problem that you started out with two define your mission in the easiest manner possible three market research is nothing but testing your hypothesis which serves as a proof of concept also remember that there are multiple stakeholders not just the end consumer so cover your basics well while researching four storytelling is powerful use this power in the best manner possible five while conducting research keep it extremely simple easy communication is the best form of communication six is there need of the product do people see this as a problem how often do they face the problem get answers to these questions and understand your market well seven have a foresight about the market while building your product know how the industry will evolve if at all eight look at competition as collaboration if there are more products in the market it should not threaten you but in fact should benefit you as it would grow the market and industry further nine build a minimum viable product this is extremely important and poorly understood do not wait for perfection launch small but launch fast actual feedback from real users who will spend time on what you build or are ready to pay for it is the true gold mine finally the essence of the episode lies in the comprehensive viewpoint to market research do not overestimate your idea an idea is as good as its users and its execution talk to people understand if they actually feel the need for what you are building get the required exposure the required opinions and then build towards your mission this episode was brought to you in association with ascend the entrepreneurship cell of Shri Venkateswara College. I'm Jivraj Singh Sachar, your host, and I thank you for tuning in. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out and I'd be happy to answer. 
as you know and must have heard before feedback plays a very important role for me so please feel free to get in touch about the same or drop in a review if you're tuning in from apple podcasts the podcast now has a whatsapp newsletter too which ensures that you get weekly episodes directly on your chat so don't forget to subscribe by using the link in the description or texting us at 9674-52959. For today's goodbye recommendation, I would like to recommend the YouTube channel Company Man. It decodes the history of companies in an amazing manner. Wonderfully knowledgeable? Do check it out if you do get time. Thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate it. I will see you next week for another episode. Till then, stay safe, stay kind, stay tuned and keep building.